Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. It's Kendall and Casey show. I'm Rob. Tony Kennett's in for Casey. Hammer, hello. Yo. So you got Jefferson Shreve coming on next Wednesday. They said he will be here Wednesday. Uh, we're looking forward to it. And um, it's going to be a fascinating conversation because I I think there is a little bit of a disconnect on just how angry that gun proposal made people who were going to vote for him. And I think maybe there's an underestimation of how many people are actually not going to vote for him unless there's some sort of rectifying of that. Right. And I fall into that category. You know me. Nobody hates Joe Hogsett more than I do. I was probably rooting for Jefferson Shreve harder than he was <laughs> when I announced he was uh, going to be the nominee uh, when he won the primary. But that whole gun proposal thing, just it's a middle finger to people like us. And if you live here, and I live here, and I work downtown, right? I'm not in some suburban area. Law-abiding citizens are not the problem. Constitutional carry is not the problem. It's only a problem for stupid people who don't know what they're talking about. Because really, the whole thing with constitutional carry, and I'm not trying to get all gun guy on you here, but the only difference between constitutional carry and what the law used to be is you don't have to have a piece of paper anymore. You still have to pass a background check. But stupid people don't understand that. And the record number for homicides in this city were before constitutional carry. So stop blaming people like us. We're not the problem. So Tony and I had this conversation in hour one. And and I go back and forth on this. And I think I'm on Tony's side ultimately on this, where... He's 80% better than Hogsett. We can't deal with four more years. I can't get with you with 80%, but go ahead. Well, look, I mean, the plan to bring the public safety director back is much better. It will improve things. The plan with the police officers will improve things. But the, and so I look at, okay, is this guy just pandering to the point where he knows it's not going to pass? And then ultimately he, once he gets elected, goes, huh, that was cute. I'm not doing that. But then, you know, Tony made the point, and he's right. If, if he's willing to do it on this, if he's willing to virtue signal, pander, whatever word you want to use on this thing with the guns, then what else will he backtrack? Pro-life on, on I guarantee it. Pro-life will be the next thing that he'll turn on, which again, culturally with Republicans is a big issue. But also I want to make this- That doesn't matter. The, I mean, it doesn't not say it doesn't matter, but no, the mayor but of Indianapolis saying, doesn't have anything to do with that. I'm saying like, no. what other issues that he is directly over, will he do the same thing? So I'm with you, Tony. Well, you, a, you don't know. Right. You, you don't know. And the, the question that I wanted to ask Hammer, and I wanted to, I wanted to see if you heard the news this morning, that uh, someone was just shot outside the war memorial this morning and that's two blocks from Hogsett's little safe circle and his little manicured fake lawns that he's got here is his little public safety initiative so there's your disconnect right? right so my question is this if Shreve is going to be implementing similar kinds of safety policies that Hogsett is if he's shown that he really doesn't he's just kind of kind of wandering through the public safety sphere to see what's popular then do you actually expect that under Shreve downtown Indianapolis would be markedly safer if he's you know taking the way the guns away from law-abiding citizens and things like that or at least trying to I'm gonna make this as simple as possible the weakest area of Joe Hogsett is his ability to control the city. Yep. He has lost control of the city in terms of crime, right? We've seen this. 
why on God's green earth would you pick any policy of his up and say, well, damn, let's do the same thing. It's such an incredibly stupid move. And when you look at the campaign, these people are telling you who they are right now. In the last 24 hours, and I just put this up on our Twitter, at Hammer and Nigel, the last 24 hours, Jefferson Shreve ran to the very liberal indie star for an op-ed and one of his major advisors, this Mark Lubbers guy, he's fighting with Guy Relford on Twitter. Now, Lubbers only tweets five to six times a year, but all of a sudden, now he's back online fighting with Guy Relford and ripping on this radio station and the listeners of this radio station. They're telling you who they are. You don't have to vote for these people. If you have to go full Brewster's Millions and go none of the above, go none of the above. But until they earn your vote don't just hand it to them yeah you're right and that's what i've said for years that's why i've given up voting for most republicans and most of my ballot is left blank because a vote is earned it's not given and i'm not saying that you should vote for shreve just because he's not joe hogsett my question and i think the question he should be asking right now is because i, th- I just think they're esti- underestimating the amount of people who are like you have said i'm out and will stay out i think they're, well at the end of the day they're gonna go in there and pull the lever because they don't want more of hogsett if is there anything at this point? Like, how does he do it? How? Because uh, we're going to ask him. Like, we're going to ask you, do you care about these people you've, you've alienated? I mean, it's a very relevant question. What could he do to bring you back in the fold? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I'm I mean, I know, I know I've, asked this question, I've asked this question to you multiple times. I'm just wondering, like, as you've had days to think about it, is there anything that's changed on that? So I guess it comes back to if you're in a relationship with somebody and you think they're this amazing person, but then you find out. They've been cheating on you, and they've been running around behind your back talking to the people that you don't like, your enemies. Just a week after they told you that they loved you, by the way. Right. What can they do to win your love back? I don't know if there's a thing that can, to be honest with you. I'm open to hearing it. I'm hoping that he comes on your program, Rob, and he's like, look. We screwed up. You know, he does everything that Bud Light didn't do. Admit you screwed up and then say, hey, let's have a real conversation but, because this law anyway is never going to become a law. But then he's an indie star today with this op-ed where he's doubling down on the thing, which tells right. me. So, I mean, he's known for a week now that the clearly the people listen to this radio station, conservatives are upset. It kind of doesn't seem like he like he cares. That's fine. I'll write in Abdul. So th- this is this is the kind of the problem here because the Indiana GOP and also members of other various local GOPs who support him are saying, well, okay, guys, but this is just such a small area of no, policy. It's not. All right. So that is exactly it. First of all, the Second Amendment is not a small area of right. policy. Also, let's say that someone came up and gave you a pie and there is only a bit of mold. There's only a loogie on one part of the pie. It also happens to be on your favorite part of the pie, the slice that you were going to eat. Would you still eat that pie? No. Long story short, I know we're up against the break here, but anybody that knows anything about Indianapolis knows that law-abiding citizens, constitutional carry, and how old you are to buy a weapon is not the reason for the crime in the city. It's not even close to it. And the fact that they're campaigning on it, running to the liberal indie star, fighting with conservatives on social media, ripping on this radio station on behalf of law-abiding citizens, bite me. Okay, real quick, before we go to break, I got to ask you both because you've got kids. I have entered a new phase of my life, which is 
dad energy phase. You know me, how much I love golf. The British Open started today. It's one of my favorite weeks of the year. It starts, of course, because it's in Britain, you know, at like 1.30 in the morning. And so every year I set my clock to see the opening tee shot. I'm like, let's go. You know, I get, I woke up, but my alarm went off at 1.30. I just looked at it and said, kind of tired. I'm like Forrest, <laughs> like Forrest Gump. I think I'll go back to bed now. And I didn't watch a single bit of it until I got in the studio here at 8 o'clock. Is that, is that the new thing Welcome for me? Welcome to the Welcome. party, pal. <laughs> Welcome, buddy. I, I now see 9 o'clock as a goal and not as like the beginning of my evening. Hey, By would, the you way, like, would you like to tell everybody what you got me? So uh, when you came to our uh, open house for uh, my oldest boy this past weekend, we gave you a gift for your daughter, Olivia. There was one shirt that didn't make it on time. <laughs> it came a little late, so we brought it in today. This hiding from Biden onesie for sweet baby Olivia. You're welcome. Uh, we'll take a picture of that. We'll get it up at Robin oh. Kendall. What's coming up this afternoon? Uh, what is today? Thursday? You! Oh, great. You, you're going to come in and go off the rails How exciting. if you're still awake. <laughs> it's the Kendall and Casey oh. Show, 93 WIBC.